You're listening to Adventures of an Owner Girl, a Dry Brand Studio podcast. Drive's been redefining our goals recently and considering the company we keep. This has us thinking about the clients we have and the type of clients we love. In this episode, Nancy and I talk about how to create great client relationships. Happy almost Valentine's Day, Nancy. In lieu of setting our goals for the year, we've been talking a lot about developing relationships with clients we love as people first. What was your thought process behind diving into client lists before making our goals for the year? Well, you know, I think that we can't make our business goals in a vacuum. Not for a business like us. We're what's called a goodwill business. So we don't sell product or widgets. So it's all about the people, the people with whom we work. And yes, I want to grow. The sustainability of our business is based on financial goals. But I felt it was important to take a step back and look at the people, not clients. In fact, I'm thinking about banning the word client from our drive vocabulary. But who are the people we work with? And how do we work more with them? And how do we attract more people like them? Because we have this great synergy. We are so fortunate right now to work with people we love. Literally, we love working with them. What do you look for when seeking clients that you love to work with? Is there any across-the-board trait or a moment that flips the switch and you know you want to work with someone? Well, you know, that's a great question because we that was the step back we took in this company. And we looked at, we started with what companies or industries might we want to go after from a prospecting new business. But that's where we took the step back and said, no, 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 let's not look at clients or industries because we're what's called a horizontal agency, not a vertical agency, meaning we'll work with any industry. We're not just, although we love, we're all outdoors people. We love outdoors, but we love our health clients. We love all of our clients, our coffee, our spirits clients. So we're a horizontal agency, which means we'll work with anyone. But what does that mean? What that means is we want to work with clients we love, people we love, and people that when they call us, we're like, oh yeah, what's going to be today's idea? What are we going to talk about? We have a client who's calling us today who is in his third company now. In each of his companies, we've wanted to work with him and he's wanted to work with us. So see, that's about the people, not the industry, not a client in air quotes. So what we look for is a common connection. Like what's our common interest? But we also look for kindness, definitely kindness. Is this person kind? Because, you know, since March, but even before, there's no room for toxicity. And we can talk about that because we've had that experience. And we look for a sense of humor. We look for respect. And we definitely look for someone who has a passion about what they do and who they are and working with us. What is a sign that a person is not someone you want to work with? Are there any red flags that stick out? Yeah, you know, it's funny. People laugh at me because I say I have this like little feeling like when I meet someone and I go, mm, 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 it's not going to work for us. And it's not just me. You know, I do all the new business here, but I, our team, we're so synergistic. So I know right away if I have that feeling, it's not going to work in our team. So you know, negativity, I have no, it's, there's just no place for negativity. Or you can tell right away when you meet someone that they're just doing a job. It's not about a passion for them. 
and if they're willing to cut corners and the quality of their work and their job. There's just, I don't know, it's like a personality trait that kind of has this aura of toxicity. And we've been there. That happened to us during the recession. We had to take any job that came in-house. I call it the dark ages of when we had to design men's and ladies' room restroom signs, right? Which there's nothing wrong with that. You can be really creative. But I just felt we were at such a dark period that it didn't matter who came in for what price and what their personality was. We needed the work. And so there were a number of clients that every time the phone rang, we would cringe. And it, that feeling of this toxicity permeated our whole company. And it was not a good time. Not only were we struggling financially, but then we had this black cloud of some of these clients. And there was one that was a really big client, what's called a gorilla client, which is never a good strategy. But when you're struggling for survival, you do what you have to. And every time they called anyone from this company because that permeated their company that negativity it was it was condescending it was angry there was something wrong and you know we'll stand by anything we do we, anything if we make a mistake we own it absolutely but there was no respect of the job they really treated us like it was not good and i i don't want to go back to that we've been really fortunate to this point to not have to go back to that. After we clawed our way out of the recession and things got better financially, I said to myself, we are never going back to taking clients like that because it's just not worth it. It's not worth it. You have to love what you do and you have to love the people you work with. When do you think a business can start picking and choosing the kind of clients they want to work with? You know, I would say today, start today and as, as um, scary as times are right now financially, uh, you know, the lesson I learned coming out of the recession was I don't have to take those clients. There's a better way. There's always a better way. So I would say start today. At Drive, I did wait until we came out of the um, recession and we were in a better financial place, but I wouldn't do it that way now. I would have made that change right away. That's a huge lesson I learned in the recession because it wasn't worth it for me and it definitely wasn't worth it for our team. That air of um, negativity that those clients brought to our company is not worth it. I'd rather not be in business. So for businesses, have the confidence to start today. Don't feel that you have to work with someone you don't like who brings that toxic aura into your company. And I know it's easier said than done, but since the pandemic, I mean, we're not breaking any financial records, but I'm still not going to go back to those clients. I'm going to find another way. You've been on both sides of the fence as a client and a marketer. What's your advice to both sides on how to cultivate a better relationship with each other for 2021? I think take the time to get to know one another and take the time to have a personal discussion. Discover the common interests. And this is... A place that's hard, particularly if your business isn't breaking financial records. Like you feel like, oh my gosh, I have to close this client. I have to get that money in the house. Take a breath. And I've said this before in my podcast, take a breath. It's hard to do when stuff is crashing around or you're worried about how to make the next payroll, but take a breath, get to know that client. I do a lot of research on prospective people 
representing clients. I'll go to their LinkedIn. I'll look at what nonprofits they're involved in because that shows me the right or wrong. It shows me the kindness factor. Like, do they care? What kind of um, articles do they share on LinkedIn? Is it always selling their company? Or is it other stuff that they see on LinkedIn that they share that gives this, this is all anecdotal. There's no science behind this except years of experience. You know, can I gauge a kindness to them based on their activity on LinkedIn, for instance? So take a breath, step back, is there a personal connection? Are they nice people? Let's start. Are they nice people? Can you tell that in the first discussion? And everyone can do that. I mean, you know right away if you meet somebody, like, would I go have a cup of coffee or a beer with this person? That's one of my non-scientific gauges. What are your best client relationships right now? Well, I think that um, right now, there's a couple of ways I want to define that. Right now is um, actually goes back a number of years because we've been very fortunate to have long-term client relationships. We don't follow the same agency rules where client turnover is every two or three or four years. Our clients have gone back five years, 10 years, 20 years even in some cases. So our best people relationships are those truly born out of this mutual respect, this love for each other. And I don't mean that gushy kind of, although I love that because it's Valentine's Day almost, but the gushy kind of hearts and flowers. I mean, we really love working with them and we think they really love working with us. That's why they don't um, move on. And best isn't defined financially for me. I honestly don't care how much value or financial gain comes into the company from these clients. This isn't the big dollar clients, although there are one or two who we really love, but some of our absolute best people are just people with whom we can change their business. They're small. They spend a couple of thousand dollars with us a year and we love them. And it, those are born out of a mutual respect and kindness. We have a professional relationship, of course, with them, but yet it's really fun and uplifting. You know, we high five and they come in, but we're doing really good work for them and we're moving their needle. We, our business is not about winning awards. Never, ever, ever, ever. You will not see any awards on our walls and it's because that's not a measure of our success. Measure of our success is did we move our client's needle? Were they a little more successful because of their relationship with us? They push us to do better for them personally and they make us love what we do every single day. You know, in our company here, our our mission, our business plan. I don't even call it that. But what we say every day is to work with nice people. We simply want to do good work for good people. And we want to have fun doing that every single day. And I would encourage any business to take a breath and do that same thing. Love what you do every single day and work with people both on your team and your customers, your clients, your people love who you work with and love what you do every single day. You've been listening to Adventures of an Owner Girl. The music for this podcast is created by Soy B. 
You can find a link to their music as well as where to find us in this episode's description. This podcast is produced by Drive Brand Studio and hosted by me, Kian Duffy. Thanks for listening and see you next time.